Welcome to another Art of Relationships podcast. We are grateful for listeners like you. Let's get right into it. Welcome to uh, the Art of Relationships podcast. It's good to be back with you, Lisa. Ah, oh, so good to see you too, Chris. It's fun to uh, talk about all things relationships, and, mm-hmm. and what a great opportunity. This podcast, uh, if you guys like it and enjoying it, uh, you know, go to our webpage at cmr.biola.edu and check out some of the other cool things. I mean, at least we got videos. We we talk all over, you know, the area, different churches, and, and mm-hmm. we get to bring kind of the message of God's hope for relationship, God's plan for relationships, and then just what it means to have biblical truth, you know, some kind of an academic understanding and background, and then in a practical applied way. And that's kind of our mission at the at the CMR, which stands for the Center for Marriage and Relationships at Biola. And mm-hmm. so, Lisa, we've been doing this for a long time. It's kind of fun, isn't it? It is. It's a lot of fun. And a lot of times we get uh, questions written into us from listeners, and we do have a question question. And actually, this is a very common one that we get from our students um, in our Christian Perspectives class that we teach. We have 120 students in this class year after year. I think we've taught it for like 10 years now or so. Mm. Anyway, uh, great, great. So we've had a couple thousand students come through that class. But one of the one of the topics that we will address during the semester on uh, relationships is the issue of porn uh-huh. and the struggle of porn. And one of the things that we're noting is um, that it's beginning. It's affecting women and a struggle for women as mm-hmm. much as for men anymore today. And you're going to be lecturing on that in fact this week. But yeah. Chris, there's a question I wanted to bring up to you because it's one that's really common that we get from our students. And typically it will come from a from a girl, from a woman. And she asked the question, I know that porn is a real struggle in general for men. I would like to have the conversation with my boyfriend. Uh, Is this a struggle for you? If so, what does that look like? And so the question up from the girl is always, how do I bring that up to my boyfriend to even ask him about the question? And then if he's struggling, what can what's my role? Is there a role for me in that? What is my role? So first of all, so how do you even ask the question when you're when you're dating? Well, I, I guess I'd like to call out and say she's probably accurate in assuming this is going to be a struggle, just like a guy can begin to assume more and more this is a struggle for you know the girl for in the relation too. for mm-hmm. her too. And, and maybe just to assume, like anything else, we are, you know, beings at sinful, you know, that struggle and whether it's with a sexual, you know, type of struggle like, you know, porn or a porn addiction or whether we struggle with, you know, something else. Let's say it's greed or let's say it's, you know, uncontrolled anger or we struggle with, you know, selfishness or jealousy. You know, we're all going to have areas because we're mm-hmm. sinful. So the question, I guess that she's asking or that this is, is do I just assume that, that he or she is struggling and, and, and do I live that way? Um, or better yet is, is the question, do I, I just assume that my partner, you know, wants to walk with the Lord, loves the Lord, but sometimes will fall short in some areas. Mm-hmm. And so at least I think specifically it would be, 
Um, do you have a conversation about sexual morality or sexual purity? Mm-hmm. And when do you have that? And mm-hmm. well, you wouldn't have that in the first couple of days or weeks, but sometime right. early on, you would have that conversation or question with somebody that you're dating is, hey, so when you're walking with God, when you're trying to to be close to him, what, what are areas that you're 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 good at? What, what what do you when do you sense God's presence and how do you what you hopefully are on the same page with that person or you love where they're at? Likewise, I think it's okay to ask the question, what are some areas you know that maybe give you a hard time or that you struggle with that maybe are difficult for you. And and you leave it open-ended. I think you could do those kinds of conversations fairly early on. Maybe you wouldn't give all of the all the details in your answer if you're just early dating. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one of the best answers that I think a guy can give to a girl that he's dating if she asks him that question. And it's this. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, sexual temptation is is hard for me, uh, like it is for a lot of guys. It's difficult for me to maintain purity in this kind of culture. There's a lot of things in there. But I want you to know that I'm aware of that issue. I'm aware of the struggle so much so that I talk with it with my friends. I have somebody that I visit with. I have an accountability partner. I myself know that this is an area that, you know, I can fall in. And in the past, maybe I've messed up a little bit, but I'm working on it. And I have people in my life that are helping me. And I want to assure you that that's where I'm at. If you ever want to ask me detailed specifics, I, you know, now this is getting in, you know, maybe when you've been dating, you know, for more than a couple of months, if you want detailed specifics, I'd be willing to share them. But right now I want you to be assured that I have help or I'm working on this. Now, that's what I would want to hear, right? If I'm dating somebody. What if you're hearing the opposite of, yeah, I'm really struggling and that's a problem for me. And I don't know what to do or I don't. And the answer is, or it's a problem for me and you don't. They don't necessarily have anybody helping them. Or it's, I don't, I do don't use it, it and I don't see it as a problem. Yeah. In fact, I think it's really normal and what's wrong with you. Right. So, <laughs> so those could be different issues. Yeah, two different issues. Let's take the last one. You know, okay. if they don't see it as an issue, then I think you're just going to have to say, okay, I, we have different values. I mean, my val- your value system is really important here. And what what mm-hmm. is important to you? I mean, if, if premarital sex, sex outside of marriage, or at least viewing pornography, which a lot of people are going to argue it's just like having sex outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're watching, viewing, participating. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes it leads you mm-hmm. to do behaviors that are more risky. You know, mm-hmm. you might even, you know, frequent a place where you can, you know, have physical mm-hmm. contact with somebody that you don't know, hook mm-hmm. up, meet somebody. Mm-hmm. That would mean I just simply have a different sexual moray. I, I just think differently about sex than you do. And that would probably tell me a lot if they don't struggle, especially if I feel like it is important, mm-hmm. right? That so, would tell me that's probably not the relationship for me because yeah, that's going to be part of your life for the next 60 years yeah. if you choose to marry that yeah. person. Or suppose you don't really care with them. Like, okay, well, then if you're equally yoked in that view, then you want to do that and you both say, hey, sex outside, sex is fine for us. We have an open, you know, then you're probably going to, you know, go ahead and pursue that. I, you wouldn't necessarily find that in relationship to people who want to 
please God or walk with him or be a disciple of his, Mm -hmm. that those would be counter. Mm -hmm. But let's just suppose some of you are listening and you're, it's both okay. And you're like, no, no, we think this is okay. Our gods are good with that. Like, well, okay. We don't, we don't share that opinion, but Mm -hmm. if you two do, all right, well, that's, you know, (laughs) we have a very different opinion on what God calls as the foundation. And in in addition, just the, the research, the detriment, the detriment that it is to a healthy uh, marriage is the science coming out is oh. just incredible. Yeah, just so, incredible. Yeah. So let's don't even, you can evaluate just from a spiritual standpoint, but my goodness, from let, let's say you just dismiss the spiritual, like I don't really, you know, that's, I don't think the Bible's clear. Who really cares? What you're bringing up, Lisa, is all right, let's don't, let's just go ahead and look at what non Christian therapists, non-Christian scientists say about pornography, and it damages and hurts and messes people up. All right. So now let's suppose there is somebody who comes in that second situation that says, I struggle with porn, Mm -hmm. whether it's the guy or the girl, and I don't know what to do. I just struggle and I fall and I fail and I try and I fail. What do I do? And then now you're in a relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Elise? I think the first steps are that you begin to uh, own and admit that this is not what you want. It's something, this behavior is you want to eradicate it, get rid of it, get a handle on it and control it. And if you're there because you believe that it is not good and not appropriate, that's the first step. Mm -hmm. Then at that point, admitting it. Uh, I think the number one problem for a lot of men and women in this is that the shame keeps them, keeps it hidden. And keeping it hidden because of shame and not wanting to talk about, you're the only one that struggles. No one will love me if I do this. I'm a horrible, rotten person. You're going to have to avoid that shame. You got it. So first, first thing, you've got to call it out. You've got to bring light to it. You have to... um, Make sure that there are more than one person is aware. And by that, I mean more than just you and not your dating partner. You, 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 this isn't the time where you say, hey, dating partner, I want to reveal something to you. I believe if you're really serious about mm-hmm. this, you go to somebody else. You go to somebody of the same gender or a therapist, mm-hmm. or you just go to a pastor. You go to somebody and you tell them about the problem and then you say, I need to work on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. So that's the first thing. Then Mm -hmm. the second thing is once you do this with pornography, I think, least you have to realize that for men and women that are struggling in this area, there is something going on in their hearts that they're receiving and getting in their life Mm -hmm. um, through this. That is more than it's become more than just this physical pleasure. Mm -hmm. Looking at porn initially causes, you know, a strong sexual reaction. If, If you're normal human, that's what happens. But it begins now to to do something for a, a lot of people that struggle, it begins to uh, replace what you're normally going mm. to get from somebody else, and you're and you are now associating mm. this natural intimacy with an object, let's say a screen mm-hmm. or a, with a, a counterfeit or with a counterfeit. Mm-hmm. So you have to really be willing to understand what it's doing to you mm-hmm. scientifically, but also emotionally and physically. You are beginning to draw connections with something that's not 
uh, uh, which, real. like you said, it's not real, yeah. counterfeit. Mm-hmm. So at least those are the, the, the beginning. You admit the problem, you bring it to light, you 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 no longer let shame detic- dictate it. You also then go find somebody that you can talk with mm-hmm. and you begin to see what it's been doing to you, your associations mm-hmm. in your brain, the way it's changing your mind mm-hmm. and, and the way you view not just uh, women, but people in general. Do you know there's a finding that people who struggle with porn oftentimes start to need more and more different stimulation that's of greater intensity, of greater pictures, greater. But it leads to seeing not just somebody at the very beginning that might be dressed inappropriately, or negative. then you, you start to see need more and more stimulation to get you to a point mm. where you're, you know, because humans just ha- have this need to reach, you know, stasis, let's say homeostasis, that is, you f- start to raise that bar. And so now you need to look at porn, not just Every once in a while, every once in a you know a couple mm-hmm. times a week, pretty soon it's something you're doing not just daily, but and in order to get that same feeling, you're doing this hourly or every other day. That is you know and 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 at least that becomes a struggle because now you need more and more images, more and more pictures. You need the and same. Different. You were saying a while ago. I'm sorry to no, interrupt. That's you right. you yeah. said that a while ago. Not only the frequency, but the intensity or the newness of the kinds of porn you're that's looking exactly at. That's exactly right. You, because what was at the beginning something that you associated with, you know, high sexual, you know, arousal. The soft porn. Yeah. Now all of a sudden doesn't do anything for you because you become there's a certain word we use and the, the best word is you know, of course is just being numb right mm-hmm. but but this need for arousal all of a sudden starts to mm. change and you need more and you need more different and kinds you, and you need different kinds and mm-hmm. you need different images and you need different people pretty soon you're going to get to a point where the only physical contact with the stranger mm-hmm. is the only thing that's going to satisfy mm-hmm. or bring you to that point Wow, that's a that's really interesting. Uh, that's a that's a new concept. Whenever you um, brought that up in class before, that it's not only the frequency that you need more and more of it, but the kinds of it that it becomes more and more corrupted, more and more disturbing, mm-hmm. more and more uh, hardcore. Uh, porn where you're getting into, to really dark, disturbing stuff. Yeah. And, and what happens is, is this idea of what is satisfying, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it becomes this, in, in many ways, it becomes a trap. And what you do um, is remember this this sense of taking, I need more stimulation. Ultimately, we, we would just say you become blunted, right? You just become numb. And, and these neurotransmitters, man, I'm telling you, as a psychologist, I wish I could talk more about our brain. But basically, when we strive to get more and more intense, mm. you know, we just mm-hmm. need it to to create. So that's why, like, for example, that's what an addiction is. You, you take in, let's say, an amount of nicotine or an a, amount of alcohol. If you use it enough, like porn, pretty soon you need more to get that same high, that mm. same feeling. And you, mm-hmm. by more, it means different too, mm. you know, and, 
mm-hmm. and I think ultimately at the end of the day, uh, what's happening at the brain level with dopamine receptors is very, very similar to what we're seeing with other addictions. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of people who are going to say, "Oh no, porn's not addictive like cocaine is, or it's not as addictive as things like nicotine," and it works differently. And like I'm, the pleasure center of our brain, whenever it gets stimulated, and that's what porn does. I'm telling you. There are way mm-hmm. more researchers out there who are now very concerned because porn does mimic physical mm-hmm. addictions like nicotine. Mm-hmm. And so you have to admit this and get out of it. So I know we're going off a little bit off the question is what would you tell somebody, you know, or how do you have that conversation with this partner about their porn use? And the answer is, man, uh, you have that question early on because you want to make sure they're on the same page with you, same values. Mm-hmm. That great point, and you actually wrote a really interesting blog about uh-huh. this that that a lot of people have found helpful. Yeah. It's on our website, cmr.biola.edu, and it's actually called "Am I Addicted." And uh, and so you created a 10-point scale uh, of being able to self-assess how uh, the difference between just struggling, you know, occasional struggle with pornography versus being addicted to uh, sex and pornography um, and, and really getting into stuff that would become a clinical level. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's a 10-point scale. It's called Am I Addicted? We'll actually link to it in uh, in the transcription for this because it's so important. And uh, so what do you what would you tell that uh, that young woman who asks her boyfriend the question and he admits, yeah, it's a problem. I'm I'm addicted. I'm really struggling with it. I've you know, I have I've done pretty good for the last three months, but I fell off the wagon again and I looked at it three or four times this week and I'm just having a hard time. What do you tell that girl who's dating that young man? Well, the question is, for me, the three to four times a week is the significant part of that. If he's if he's been good for three months, six months, hasn't fallen off the wagon, but he struggles, I, I, I have more hope for him in your relationship. So I would say to her, it's OK if a guy has struggled and he's got this under control where once a year or twice a year, he might, let's say, fall off the wagon, but he knows it. He puts things in place. I don't think you have to end the relationship or think, feel like you're marrying a bad guy or like you're you know, setting up yourself to, to be heartbroken for heartache, mm-hmm. for heartache down the road. I, I think, you know, it, now it all comes down to his heart and his motivation and where he's at, right? Mm-hmm. Is he transforming? Is he trying to grow? Is he taking this and taking steps? Now, three to four times a week he fell off, let's say, or or it happens once a week. I think at that point you are dealing with a different issue. Mm-hmm. And that issue is this is becoming more this is more entrenched in his life. And you need to probably step away from that relationship yeah. until there's healthy dis, healthy growth. And by that I mean healthy growth is I think you step away from a relationship in which the guy or the girl, either one, is struggling with porn on a regular basis. They mm-hmm. keep falling off the wagon. They're putting all these things in place. It's happening weekly or monthly. And you know, by that it means they are looking at porn actively. Uh, maybe doing, you know, mm-hmm. they, they might, you know, um, 
you know, be seeking, you know, masturbation during this time or doing that or even other people, that right there just is you need to get out of the relationship until the other person makes a sense to get healthy. Yeah. So I think that's it, at least. I think it all depends on how long in their heart. So do yeah. you have to break up with somebody because they've seen porn uh, twice this year, but they really struggled with that and they fought it and it happened, you know, it, it, during a vulnerable time in the summer and now, you know, it's, it's been six months now I don't, and they reveal that to you. I, I don't think that's cause, you know, it, 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 it does raise, you know, your mm-hmm. level of, OK, well, I need to. Yellow, if not red flag. Yeah, it's at least a Mm -hmm. yellow flag for me, but it doesn't cause me to want to end the relationship or or advise her to do that. I would, however, call it a red flag and advise it to end the relationship if they have struggled recently, regularly, and repeatedly. That is, they recently, that is, over the last, since we've been dating, you know, in the last couple of months, they've fallen off and, and it's done it in a sense that this is not just in this month, but it happened the month before mm-hmm. and the month before, and that's the regularity of it. Mm-hmm. And then the repeatedly is it kind of, it comes in cycles like that are, you know, it's, it happens every time I'm home alone and it happens mm-hmm. in a repeated fashion like that. Yeah. So those are things that I would say, yeah, you need to go ahead and have a very serious conversation and step out because you're going to you're going to face heartache until this person gets this under control. Mm -hmm. If she is struggling with porn and she is, you know, been doing this for a long time and wants to change. Great. But let her go work on that with the Lord. Let you see some gaps in Mm -hmm. there of of an extended period of time Mm -hmm. where she is doing better or he's doing better. And I'm talking about, you know, it depends on how much they had in the past, but, you know, that six months, how long do they need? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Now, Lisa, I think the other issue might very well be this one. Some people need to make sure they understand the words addiction, the word struggle, mm-hmm. and then the word even what porn means. I think some people, you know, they feel bad. You know, I, I, this is rarer, but there. Are, I think most people understand porn when they see it. They know it, and they know when they're messed up. And there's mm-hmm. sexual arousal that's occurring when you're looking at an image, and that mm-hmm. sexual arousal is something that you find pleasurable, so much so that you may or may not masturbate at it. Okay, mm-hmm. that is clearly um, porn. Now, 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 I have had one or two fairly innocent, you know. 18, 19 year olds come in and say, gosh, I, you know, I saw an image and, you know, you know, and it was, you know, pretty bad and, you know, it was in a bikini and well, okay. You could very well find sexual stimulation in a lot of images and you, that could be a problem for you. What we're talking about is, and go look at that scale, Lisa, that you mm-hmm. mentioned. Am I addicted? Am I addicted? Mm-hmm. That because blog. that explains a little bit more. So again, is it the end of the every relationship? No. Is it something that you need to explore further? It is. What's Absolutely. their heart? Mm-hmm. Where are they? Do they want to change? And not only do they want to change, but are they actively 
putting steps into place. That's right. Do they have that accountability partner yep. you talked about? Yep. Are they seeking therapy? Yep. Are they putting, um, you know, the uh, on their computer, the apps, the things that yep. that Screensaver yeah, whatever that uh, filter out adult content yeah. and stuff like that. It's, and especially where it reports to a third party, mm-hmm. and uh, that person should not be you. You should not be their accountability mm-hmm. partner. There. Uh, it should be uh, another male, someone mm-hmm. that is a professional. Um, you certainly want that spiritual support with a pastor to come alongside or spiritual mentor, but also a someone who is clinically trained mm-hmm. to deal in this because it's a it's a serious issue, and we you know definitely don't want to uh, take it lightly. We don't want to overblow where it shouldn't be, but we also don't want to. Um, Ignore something that would be a big red flag. Yeah, I think I, at least I think that's exactly right. So there's great science on there. I mean, if you wanted to, you know, find a, you know, just some of the science about it or some of the research, you can go look at your brain on porn. A guy named Gary Wilson. I mean, we, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's those, I, we list those resources mm-hmm. um, and and we have it on there and and you can go look at some of those and find what you need because some of it. Uh, is a lot, um, you know, for, for those that are just worried or struggling. Uh, others, you know, we talk about, all right, this is really where your struggle is, and we give some resources for you as well there. So. Uh, you know, one other resource, mm-hmm. um, by Focus, or no, excuse me, by Family Life, Brian yeah. Goins is the executive yeah. producer on a yep. documentary series called Brain, Heart, World. Yep. And it's aimed at helping uh, change that culture of porn. Yeah, Brian Goins, G-O-I-N-S. You can look up at Family Life. Mm-hmm. And it's a three-part documentary. Yep, on porn. There's others. You know, Covenant Eyes is important. Um, go to yourbrainonporn.com. I mean, mm. that's a good one. Um, and then, you know, you could go find things like the Purity Report and um, Fight the New Drug. Uh, that's mm-hmm. interesting they call it that. But Yeah. Well, Good stuff, hard stuff, but yeah. it, it's also difficult areas to work through that you really do need to begin working on, and mm-hmm. it can affect your relationships uh, for a long time. We can avoid a lot of scarring and pain by taking care of it early mm-hmm. and um, keep strug- keep fighting. The struggle is, is hard and difficult for a lot of people. You're not alone in this. Yeah. Uh, seek out help, and it'll, it should ultimately at some point... Uh, it comes down in many respects, Lisa, to a heart issue. And am I willing to yeah. change and make that hard change and, and bring it out to the light and then move forward? Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for your, for your insight on yep. all that. We're so glad you joined us this week on the Art of Relationships. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you another time. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Art of Relationships. This podcast is only made possible through generous donations from listeners just like you. If you like it and want to help keep the podcast going, visit our website at cmr.biola.edu and make a donation today. 